neutral corner. In the neutral corner. Good morning. Welcome back to In the Neutral Corner with RJ Summerlin. Well, um, I must say that uh, I'm wrong, guys. <laughs> like, in all honesty, I feel like at this point, if you want to know who you think is going to win or not win or whatever, um, Go the opposite of what I say, okay? Because the main event, just wow. Wow. You know, um, it seems like every single time I pick someone who has a, only a puncher's chance, when I when I pick a Sean O'Malley, uh, which I did not pick Sean, so I'm not even going to try to go in here and say that I did. Um, I had him losing. I, I had him no chance. And so, but every time I pick the guy that has no chance, they do indeed have no chance. And they lose every time. But if I pick the guy that's supposed to win, they lose every time. So it's, it is what it is. But Sean O'Malley showed a lot of patience. I mean, I was very impressed. Um, his only way to win, in my opinion, he pulled off flawlessly. He used his little basketball movements that he uses you know he he his footwork his direction change and all that was really good and he used it to basically frustrate Aljamain Aljamain wasn't able to really get in on him Aljamain wasn't able to fire off and uh really even shoot the takedowns because of the distance and the movement of O'Malley and you know um let me see if I can look up the uh, <clears throat> the punch stats here. Because, yeah, yeah, total strikes for the entire fight, which was two rounds, was 24 to 26. I mean, it your total strikes. So 11 of those 24 were from Aljamain's legs. So he, he did 11 kicks. Um, but, man, it, it there was only really one significant shot they they have on here that o'malley landed 25 significant strikes uh and i believe that the way that they do significant strikes is anything other than a jab would be considered a significant strike um but really it was only the one you know it was only the one that uh that mattered and they they instantly drew comparisons to connor and aldo um and it's it's a it is a very basic move to slide right out of out of range to just fire the two right back. It's, it's called a pull two, right? Slide, slide, boom. Instead of pulling, they're sliding. Slide you into zone, bang. You think you're safe. You're trying to get to them because you're unable to reach them. Bang. Drop it right on the right on the button. Um, it, this opens up so many different avenues though, to be honest. And even though I was, uh, I, I would, if I did put money on fights, I would have put it on Aljamain. Um, so I would have lost big on that, but it is better off for the division. I feel like for O'Malley one, O'Malley is a bigger name. People like O'Malley more, whether uh, I feel like Aljamain 
he probably didn't help himself with some of the things that he says, but also it has a lot to deal with the fact that he won the fight via disqualification. I don't necessarily see it that way, but, you know, the collective majority does. And so, you know, wow. I mean, really, I, I just can't say much more um, about that main event other than wow. Sean O'Malley has a, has a tough schedule ahead of him. Uh, he called out Cheeto Vera. Uh, that'll be a good fight, you know. Um, Cheeto's got a nasty chin, and everybody Cheeto fights, everybody Cheeto fights, look like they went uh, face first into a fucking uh, glass window. <laughs> and uh, so that's going to be an interesting fight. You know, they fought once before, and Cheeto calls the little drop foot thing uh, from the calf kicks. And so uh, best believe he's going to be trying to exploit that again. However... Uh, O'Malley's shown tremendous growth. I mean, you can't, I can't hate on him. He's annoying as fuck, dude. Even like, so I'm all out here with all my friends and had some buddies over for the fights last night. Me, Taylor, my friend Zach, Sasha, Logan. So we're all out here watching the fights. And uh, I'm an Aljo guy. Taylor's an Aljo guy. I think Logan was a Mali guy. Um, <clears throat> I think even Zach was a mainly, he likes O'Malley, but, you know, uh, just, you know, your brain tells you the grappler, the the guy that is has has been able to, to nullify elite strikers and and win fights would, would get the victory against a guy that seemed very one-dimensional. But I do have to say this. In order to take down or defend the takedowns the way that O'Malley did, you can't be one-dimensional. So he understands the uh, intricacies of the grappling game in order to be able to stay up. So good for him, you know. Um, I think that O'Malley is still growing. He's young, too. You know what I mean? Um, let's see. How old is O'Malley? What is he like? 20-something? Where is he at? Where's our, where's our, let's go to bio right here. I'm on the ESPN app. Shout out, shout out to ESPN. He is 28. He's the same age as me. I'm actually older than O'Malley. Does that hurt your heart or what? Jesus. But let's see here. He has that draw or that no contest with Pedro Munoz, which, hey, Cheeto just handled him. So that is, that, I mean, that fight honestly makes the most sense. Cheeto's the only loss on O'Malley's record. O'Malley doesn't think it's a real loss because he was kind of winning some of the exchanges until he got his foot kicked into oblivion. Um Great night of fights. Where, where does Aljamain go? You know, Aljamain wants a rematch. Of course they want a rematch because his whole game plan was to win the fight, vacate it, and move up to 45. Aljo gets stomped by Alex Volkanovsky if he moves up to 45. <clears throat> That's just my opinion, and uh, I'll put money on that one too. All right, so main event, Aljamain Sterling, Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley dropped the Sean O'Malley on Aljamain's head and put him to sleep. Um, 
whack-a-mold him right to sleep. So that, that was an amazing fight. Um, and it's fights like that that really do make you love this freaking sport because it was someone not just honestly not supposed to win. So we moved to the co-main event. I am not going to spend a whole lot of time on this because this is one that I got right. I thought Yang Zhang Wei Li was going to win, and uh, she did, and she dominated. She dominated with 296 total strikes over the course of the five rounds to Amanda's 29. Dude, holy shit. 29 total strikes over the course of five rounds on average landing a little over 5.2 freaking punches around that's correct or strikes around that is crazy that is insane 296 punches kicks strikes whatever with with six takedowns so obviously a lot of those punches were ground strikes but man, that is insane. That's that's crazy. She was dominant the whole time. She did show that she can take some punches. Um, Jean uh, Whaley, she she ate some nasty right hands from uh, Amanda Lemos, and 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 fired him right back. That was actually a better fight than what the scores signify. It wasn't it wasn't an elite fight. I mean, she did get dominated. Amanda Lemos got dominated, out grappled the whole time. But at the same time. Like, it was a little more interesting because when they got on the feet, Amanda was touching Whaley. Um, but, you know, there was really no shocker there. Another one that I got wrong, I believe, um, and I don't know if I actually made a prediction on this or not. I can't remember. I live my life fast and and hard, guys, so I don't remember everything I say. Um, but Neil Magny. Versus Ian Gary. And I don't remember if. Jesus. I do not remember if I if I had scored this for Ian or not. Or uh, Neil or not. I knew that I said that Ian. I wasn't sure that he was going to win. I'm, I, th I think I picked Neil to win again. Uh, I lost this one. Because I just had Neil being the more experienced uh, fighter. Um, and then being uh, a grappler, I figured he would try to take him down. Not that he didn't try. He was just not able to. Uh, Ian Gary looked fucking phenomenal. And maybe it's something for me. I'm trying not to jump on the hype trains too much anymore like I used to when I was younger. But uh, phenomenal. And that this is the only fight I've ever seen these scores. So first of all, we'll say this. He landed, uh, Ian Gary being he, landed 100% of all of his leg strikes. He landed 43 out of 43 leg strikes. He also landed 16 out of 17 body strikes. So the accuracy was outstanding. Two out of two takedowns, amazing. Um, you know, 43 leg strikes compared to uh, Neil Magny's 10. Um, significant head strikes was uh, 91. So his total strikes were 111 total strikes over the course of these three rounds. He got a unanimous decision. The only time that I can recollect a 30-26, 30-26, 30-24 scorecards, that's fucking insane. That means round one through three, 
two judges had it a 10-7. Right? That's a 10-7. Right? And then, yeah, seven. Jesus, dude. This is insane. 10. These guys went out there and beat the dog shit out of each other, dude. There's a 10-6 in there. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, brutal. Brutal. Um, The way he got it was uh, he basically kept, uh, he, he damaged Neil's lead leg so bad he couldn't stand up. And every time he got kicked in it, he would fall down. I mean, it looked pathetic. Honestly, I get what you're doing. You're trying to get this guy to get him out of there and have a highlight reel. But you... With those scores and with the way that that fight was going, you very truly could have stopped that fight at any time with him walking the way he was doing and the fact that he couldn't fight out of the southpaw position. You know what I mean? That's that's pretty crazy. Um, it hurt him so bad that he couldn't do that. Neil Magny, we've watched him do that before. Um, same thing happened to Chris Weidman uh, earlier in the night. Um, and because I don't necessarily have to go in any particular order, I will touch on him next. Um Dude, Weidman, you got to retire, bro. You, you looked very bad. You know, two years off, I, I, very bad is not fair. Two years off and a broken leg. It's a lot of mental stress. It's a lot of mental stuff. But truth be told, man, you you were at the pinnacle of the sport. And now every fight that you take, much like Anderson Silva did, is just going to tarnish your legacy. It's not going to improve upon it. It's not going to make it any better. It's not going to add to anything. And so at this point, man, you just got to cut it where it's at. You're at 15 and 7. So, you know, let's not, let's just, I just feel as if he needs to uh, just hang him up, man. Dana said the same thing, post-fight interview. Uh, let's see, Damon Blackshear fighting uh, Bautista. Um that was a good one, you know. Um, Blackshear took a big risk coming in, uh, winning last week via Twister and coming in here and doing the same. But, you know, he he put up a valiant effort and won two rounds or won a round for sure. So, uh, you know, uh, that was a decent fight. Uh, Mar Marlon Vera, Cheeto versus Pedro Munoz. Um, that was a pretty good fight. Vera looked classic. Marlon Vera, he looked good. He was damaging this guy. The power he had. Uh, Vera's just an interesting fighter to watch because he just walks you down and doesn't give a fuck and just beats beats the brakes off of you. He'll hit you with elbows, punches, kicks, knees, forearms. He'll hit you with his shoulder. Um, Vera is a fighter, right? I mean, yes, he's a martial artist, of course, because he looks pretty while he does it, but sometimes you can tell the difference, right, between a fighter and a martial artist. Um, of course, RoboCop, Rodriguez, he, uh, you know, he won in like a minute and 43 seconds. He won quick. Um, and then I'm just going to touch on the, I'm just going to touch on two more, man. And then I'm I'm ready to wrap this up. But uh, Kurt Hoball winning by triangle choke. What a fight between him and Austin Hubbard. Um, you know, I feel bad for Austin, but I'm super happy for Kurt. Uh, he deserves it. That's an awesome victory for him. And, uh, Hopefully, he can really capitalize on this and be an ultimate fighter winner. I did think it was kind of weird 
that the ultimate fighter was on the fucking prelims like you you know used to be this this is what shows you the ultimate fighter isn't as big of a deal as it used to be because used to be they would get their own finale where they would be the co-main event you know and main event or co-main and then what the and then uh featured fight you know with a big name attached to the main event that's how it used to be and now they're the first and second fight on the prelims so if you're working a little late or uh, if you don't get home in time from the grocery store, you just missed the whole fucking eight weeks of the Ultimate Fighter just because they had to put him on first thing. I, I thought that was a little weird. Uh, Brad Katona beat Cody Gibson. That was a war, man. And uh, I actually thought Cody was winning the fight mostly. I thought that he got pretty tired towards the end, but I guess... Sometimes when you're just watching it to watch it, you don't you're not watching it to score. And I feel like that's what a lot of people don't understand sometimes. Sometimes they're like, Well, you know, uh you should know like who wins or whatever, you're a fighter. It's just like sometimes you're just watching the fight and I'm not really paying attention to every little detail. Um but yeah, Bracketone wins, so uh kudos to him, man. You know, honestly, Fucking excellent. It was just an excellent night of fights. I'm I'm super, super happy with the way that it's gone. Um, the last couple of fights have been really, really good. Um, next up is uh, Max Holloway versus the Korean Zombie, and that's uh, next weekend. So that'll be cool. And then after that, the week after that, we've got Gan, uh, Cyril Gan versus Spivak. So that'll be cool. And then UFC 293 coming in September will be Sean Strickland versus Israel Adesanya. So now we'll be rooting for old Sean Strickland, dude. Um, that's <laughs> Come on, Sean. Let's get on the Sean train. Anyways, thank you guys so much. I hope you had a great night of fights. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to my preview and now review. Uh, I'm going to definitely name this one Sean O'Mallet. Because so, uh, my man's got a hammer, and he drops it on you and separates you from your consciousness. So anyways, love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking this journey with me. Shout out to all my sponsors, Larry Downs Junior Plumbing, Bayside Body Arts, uh, The Burger Box, Penelope Fade Designs, uh, Jet Pro Labs. Thank you all. Robin Hute Massage Therapy. Thank you all, guys, for everything that you do and all your support. I love you guys so much. This has been In the Neutral Corner with RJ Summerlin. Godspeed.